At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Covering the live betting angles for every game, this is v Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds on v the sports betting network. Welcome back. This is hour number three of v Live Bet Tonight, coming to you from the v studios here at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds. Boy, the Maction game really cranked up here between Bowling Green and and Toledo as we were going to break there to close out the second hour Bowling Green scored a touchdown on probably the worst display of tackling that I've ever seen Mm -hmm. at the collegiate level there but uh they go up and then on the ensuing kickoff we saw Toledo they get tackled inside the end zone after kind of bobbling that kick return ends up being a safety so now it's Bowling Green 42 Toledo 35 and everything is off the board at DraftKings as there's literally five seconds left in this game 99 yards for Toledo to try to tie this one up here. Right. What are you drawing up, Coach Reynolds? (laughs) (laughs) Throw it up and hope they call a pass interference, I guess. Uh, Where's he going? Yeah, that's not going to get it done. Just game over. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, what they're waiting on for the delay. Bowling Green gets bowl eligible here. Toledo, I believe, is already won the West Division. So. You know, looks like it'll be Ohio and Toledo and in Detroit at Ford Field for the MAC title game. But big game for Bowling Green. And, uh, you know, Toledo did not play uh, Daquan Finn tonight. He was out with a leg issue. So nice win for BG. And they're going to get the, uh, I don't know what the name of the trophy is, the uh, the, the war, the battle for I-75 mm. between these two schools. So, uh, 
Handshakes abound. This game is now over. Bowling Green as an over two touchdown underdog gets the win, forty-two to thirty-five. Yeah, that's uh, congratulations to Bowling Green. Bowl eligibility—that's nothing to scoff at. And I'm sure that'll be a fun night and a fun uh, trip back home for the coaching staff and those players as they get to go bowling. That's uh, in an improbable fashion, scoring that touchdown with about nine seconds to go. We're talking about field goal range, and all right, do they kick the field goal and they go ahead and? Uh, Score the game winner there, about a 43-yard TD to go ahead for good. So that does it for the Maction here this evening. Uh, big night in college football, like we mentioned earlier. We saw the college football playoff rankings. Nothing changing in the top six there, as mm-hmm. we see number one, Georgia, number two, Ohio State, three, Michigan, number four, TCU, five, Tennessee, six, LSU, and then number seven, USC, out there in the college football playoff. But uh, maybe some bets to be made. We discussed that a little bit earlier, but real quick there, I mean, it's just SC was the one that you chose, but in terms of to make the playoff, it it feels like we're kind of dancing around the same seven, eight teams here. North Carolina yeah. team, I thought that might have an outside chance. They're eight to one over at DraftKings to make the playoff. They're number thirteen. The committee's not really giving the Tar Heels much respect. Here. No, not and, no. and I get it. They don't have like the massive, massive wins, but. Man, they have the probably the best quarterback in the country, or maybe mm-hmm. not the best quarterback, but like maybe one of the five best. Certainly put up some of the best numbers, but He's yeah, had a hell of a season. You know, so I'm wondering, you know, in North Carolina, assuming they don't stub their toe here late in the season, I'm wondering if they beat Clemson, if that would even be enough because Clemson's uh, only number nine right now. ACC is the conference definitely on the outside looking in. Yeah, they're getting the Pac-12 treatment. <laughs> is what they're getting. Like that's like that's usually the ACC and the Pac-12 have cha- have, have, have swept. Switch places here because usually the Pac-12 gets kind of shut out where it's like, okay, you can't really do anything. It seems like the ACC schools can't do anything as of this moment, Um, but maybe there's some chaos that's about to ensue over these next couple of weeks. We will find out um, as we play the game starting this weekend. But right now in college basketball, Wes, uh, we're coming up on halftime in the Champions Classic here. Duke trails Kansas 27-25. Live totals at 142.5. Jayhawks, two and a half point favorites, minus 140 on the money line. Duke plus 105 here. I think I'm really thinking about a, a second half over potentially in this yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. Just based, I, I on, could, based on the flow of this. Thing. I could definitely see this because we kind of thought, you know, in the first half that this could be a little bit slow scoring because these guys mm-hmm. had to wait. Because what was this supposed to tip off? Like 9.30? Yeah. 9.30 Eastern in Indianapolis and ends up uh, tipping off about an hour later because those guys are in the tunnel at the end of the game ready to go. This goes double overtime in between the games when they're doing the warm-ups. Of course, they're doing the playoff standing. So, uh, nevertheless, uh, Duke, who has been pretty damn dismal in the first half, only down by two against KU. Both Neither of these two teams can buy a bucket. One of eight from three-point range, two of 11 for the uh, Kansas Jayhawks. Uh, Kansas just trying to get this uh, ball screen going as it looks like they're going to get a moving screen. Both these teams at eight fouls, so in the one-and-one one bonus here at the end. So uh, we'll see what the uh, what, what the Blue Devils can do here, at least a little bit down the stretch. But they've certainly uh, gotten back in the game because they, they were down double digits and just mm-hmm. well off kilter tonight. Yeah, you would think that the offenses would be a little bit better. Now, early in the season, it can be sluggish offensively, but you would think that these teams can start to buy some buckets here, man. Right. Uh, I just, this can't continue as they're really building up a nice brick house uh, out there in Indianapolis there. 
Um, but 27-25 is our score three minutes ago until halftime. What do you think that second half total is going to be posted at? Uh, let me let me because the in game right now is one one forty one and a half. Yeah, so that's only down like because uh, they're still two fifty four. Because yeah. the, these two teams could still, if they get a flurry of points, could be there in the mid thirties. So if they're that, then I want no part of a of a second half over. Yeah. Uh, so uh, you know, we'll see. Is uh, Cal Filipowski? He is out of control. That is going to be an offensive foul. The seven footer trying to take him off the dribble. 29, 25. So, look, you could see. kid's a freshman? Yes. Damn, he looks like he's 22. <laughs> and he tried to, tried to take him on the deck there. That's two fouls now on Filipowski. Oh, yeah. Two, because yeah, they're, they're a big team, man. Jeez. Mm-hmm. I guess that's how the, the Blue Devils won. I mean, de- defensively, they should be a really good team with that kind of size there. Uh, Jalen Wilson taking a lot of shots here as he makes that. Mid-range jumper there for the Jayhawks. But uh, while that game's going on here, Wes, I know that you were you, – you got in on some NBA uh, props there? Yeah, and I, I think I'm, – I'm just trying to check the scores because all these score apps. That's mm-hmm. one other thing that's not working tonight. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I felt short by a half point on Paul George, over 23 and a half. He ends up with uh, just 23. Dallas Mavericks, by the way, hang on, get the win, 103 to 101. Had the Knicks first half. That goes ahead and does get there. They are now mm-hmm. up 10 on the Utah Jazz. 523 12. left to go. I have Jalen Brunson over 19 and a half. He is currently at 19. And these props are tight. Jeez. <laughs> get to the, I was, get I was, to the kill, I was killing these, like beating these by 15 a couple weeks ago. So <laughs> they're tightening up. We need him to get to the free throw line. Uh, yeah. <laughs> just to that, get that, that, that that's, what he, that's what he's been doing. But uh, – uh, you know, I thought the Knicks were going to have a nice effort, at least in the first half tonight, because if you remember the uh, Sunday early morning game where they gave up 145 to the Thunder in the mm-hmm. Garden, you know, so I thought, OK, in the first half, they're going to be ready to go. I wish I would have taken full game, too, is now the Knicks with five minutes left to go up 12 in Utah. Yeah. First game of the road trip, too, is always, I think, in the NBA where you're most focused. Mm-hmm. When you have a long road trip, you know, if you're an East team going out West, if you're a West team going East. You know, because you always want to get off to that good start. So I think that team in the first half, that's usually where you want to take it, the first game of a long road trip. As a, and that's a little wedgie there. That is a wedgie for Duke. That shows you how the outside shooting has been going. This is not like last year where it seems like these dudes made every shot. Yeah. And no, it's interesting that you bring that up about the first game of the road trip because I feel like the mentality when these teams go out on the road is, all right, it's a business trip. Yeah. But, but by the end of it, it's vacation. <laughs> right. Yeah, like the last one, especially, you know, it's like, okay, if we got a five-game trip, your goal, you want to win every game, but your goal is to go three and two. Yeah. That's a successful road trip. And But that first game, it's like you got to get off to that good start. Now, there's sometimes, you know, they don't have as many – they don't have any of those four games and five nights anymore, mm-hmm. really, with the season starting and the way that they've reconfigured uh, how the season goes. So, you know, you don't get as many of those spots as you used to. That's why I like this first game on the road trip uh, for a team because that's where you're going to have your most focus because it's so important to get off to a good start. Well, we have a couple of games that are uh, reaching halftime in the association here, Wes, and I'm not sure if you see the, the live odds here. Uh, or the second half numbers, especially the game that's out in Portland between San Antonio and the Blazers. Right now, the Blazers lead at 62 to 56 at the break, and the consensus number here in the market is 
Blazers, three-point favorites in the second half. Total, one ten and a half. Spurs on a back-to-back. Uh, they got obliterated by the Warriors last night. Spurs, one of the worst defensive teams in the league. Portland's actually been very solid, even though uh, looks like they're uh, shorthanded tonight. I believe they had a couple guys out. Yeah, Justice Winslow out, uh, Johnson. Uh, Nurkic turned out did get ruled probable, so... You know, that that's the difficulty in handicapping the NBA is just, you know, mm-hmm. keeping up with the injuries and then plus, you know, you know, COVID is still a thing and also, you know, any type of uh, load management or anything like that. So I'm looking, I'm seeing about what, one ten and a half for yep. the second half total. Two twenty eight and a half. Uh the closer was two twenty six. Seems about right. You know, if maybe a small lean to the under for me. Okay. So small lean to the under. Yeah. How about Brooklyn and Sacramento? This game just went to halftime. The the Kings are all over the nets in this game. 73 to 54. Durant has 18 points, two rebounds and four assists there. But uh, it's been all Sacramento here in this game. And I'm seeing right now a place off the grid has Brooklyn Laying five, total 109, maybe indicating that the Nets could come back and make this somewhat of a game here. Yeah, uh, really, really high scoring first quarter, or or, or, excuse me, first half, by the way. Uh, 116 was the closer, 127. You know, the Nets had really made some progress under Jock Vaughn. Defensively, these guys are actually playing defense. The offensive numbers are a little bit down. Give up 73 in the first half to the Sacramento Kings. Didn't Mm -hmm. expect that tonight. Yeah, I'm looking at the box score right now. Uh, neither team really shooting it super great from three-point range. Nets, 30%. Kings, 38%. But Sacramento's made up for it for the two-point range. 56% from the field. The Kings, 26 of 46, as they have a 19-point lead at halftime. We're approaching halftime in the Champions Classic. We'll get to a second-half market when we come back. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey, guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. we got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair 
or to have hair plugs. I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, hey, <laughs> hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot? Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but. All right, so what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network. College basketball has started, and now is the time to get your copy of our annual betting guide. At over 400 pages, it's our biggest betting guide ever with odds, trends, power ratings, and analysis on every team. Our team of experts, including Greg Hoops Peterson, who just walked in, by the way, and Matt Eumanns, provide their predictions for win totals, futures, conference champions, tournament teams, and breakdown of all 60 coaching changes since last season. The only way to get the guide is to become a VEASAN Pro subscriber, so sign up now for just $99 and get VEASAN Pro access to everything we do all the way through the Super Bowl. Sign up today at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Welcome back. This is VEASAN Live Bet Tonight. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds. We're hanging out at the Circle Resort and Casino. We're at halftime of the Champions Classic between Duke and Kansas. The Jayhawks lead it 33-29. to And right now looking at some of these second-half markets here, Wes, the consensus number is Duke laying one and a half. I know you're on the Blue Devils uh, plus the points here. Yeah, but plus two. Plus two last Plus two. Night, yeah. So right now they trail by four. They're laying one and a half there. And then the total is sitting at 75 and a half. And I'm seeing some 76s in the market here. Do you think that the under is going to be the side that gets uh, the play here? Uh, the, the, the over, sorry. Uh, I would I would lean toward thinking that. I'm just trying to – I get to do an auto re- – I just done do an auto refresh. So uh, let me uh, – Oh, yeah, this thing is shooting up to 78 and a half is what I'm looking at right now. Yeah, I, I, I think that's probably the right move considering how both teams shot so poorly. And I think a lot of that, too, was the delay. Clearly mm-hmm. made clearly made a uh, impact. Would you play over seventy eight and a half? Maybe not seventy eight and a half. Yeah, that's I'm a trying high, to see if I can number. Is that is that one place or is that everywhere? I'm, I'm seeing that's at Westgate Circa and at the okay, South. Okay, yeah, this moved too fast. If, <laughs> yeah, if this, I would have had the uh, live screen to do that, I might have been able to get <laughs> faster. But that wasn't meant to be tonight. We'll Venmo the people uh, that uh, changed the, the Wi Fi here. Yeah, sending that request. Um, but. Yeah, that's that really moved because it, it opened seventy five and a half, and now I'm seeing in the app seventy eight and a half, and it just makes a lot of sense, I think, based on how the two teams played. And it's not like these two teams are really like slow tempo teams, either. right? It's not like they're trying to take the air out of the basketball; they're just not making shots. And and uh, when you're not making shots, you would think that maybe you get some of that regression to the positive in the second half, and. Mm-hmm. And maybe this ends up being a little bit more high scoring than what we saw in the first 20 minutes. Now, with that said, 
with the game being bet up to the over, do you think that's more advantageous for Duke or for Kansas based on what you saw in the first half? Uh, I, I, I think for Duke because I think they're the more athletic team. And 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 I and I think with their size and and I think quite frankly they're the more talented team, but you know Kansas uh, has the experience and I think uh, you know Duke at least to kind of get it back within just a couple possessions after how sloppy they looked. Uh, you know I, I feel okay. I'm not gonna like double down on it with with what I had, but I feel like okay that they're like right in the game. It's interesting because I'm seeing. Kansas get bet right now in the second half. Circa has gone to half a point. So Duke now laying half a point. Mm-hmm. And I believe our pals over at the Westgate now have Duke laying one. South Point still has one and a half there in the market. But I'm a little surprised that Kansas is the, the side that's getting hit here uh, in terms of the side. Because the Jayhawks, maybe they have a little bit more experience, but well, uh, they they shot the ball a lot better. They did in the first half at forty seven percent, and Duke shot thirty one percent. Yet they're only down four. That's that's what I keep looking at. I'm like, yeah, Duke Duke. I mean, it's hard to Duke, shoot worse. Duke, Duke's getting to the line, uh, and that's why they're so close. But Kansas did have seven blocks in the first half, and you wouldn't you mm. would expect Duke to have seven blocks with the size that they have. Yeah. So yeah, so so that's at that absolutely surprised me. Yeah. No, it, it's. Do you think you're going to make a play here in the second? I half? I am looking to see if I if I'm going to do that. Seventy eight and a half. I and yeah, just missed the number. Yeah, that's a high total. It's like you open your apps and all of a sudden you just see it's like yeah, boom, 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 you know boom, what? Boom, I'm boom. just it's it's tough. It's it's been a bad omen tonight anyway <laughs> with with not having uh, the line screen hooked up with the Wi-Fi here. No, so maybe I ought to not do anything. Yeah, no, sometimes it's uh, – we've we've used that as a pro tip in the past of just, yeah. hey, sometimes when the number gets away from you, don't force it. Just yeah. kind of – you got to let it go. Right you know? now I, I do have my eye on a on a game here between uh, – I think it's, it's uh, Memphis and St. Louis. Mm-hmm. St. Louis has been up double digits. Memphis all of a sudden has cut this, uh, you know, made it herky-jerky and helter-skelter, and that's going to favor the more athletic team, and that's Memphis, I think. St. Louis, the more skilled team, and I think the better coach team. But mm-hmm. 86 to 82 right now, 105 left to go at the Chaffetz Arena, actually 48.9, I should revise that. Memphis did close three-point favorites here, and, uh, you know, all of a sudden making, making it a little bit of a track meet, definitely helping the Memphis Tigers. Yeah. It's an interesting game. Penny Hardaway's Memphis team that uh, yeah. attracts a lot of ath- athletes and really good, talented players here. But, uh, yeah, under a minute to go in that game. and This thing is real close. There, there you, you go. go. Drive to the basket now. Uh, 42.1. You do not have to foul here no. if you're Memphis. Now, Memphis is going to press. Boy, that kid's reaching awful aggressively, and he's going to get called for a foul. See, that's a dumb team. I'm sorry. <laughs> That, that's an absolute dumb team. It's like you got to know the time and score. Makes a nice drive to the basket, beats his man off the dribble, a little bit of contact, lays it in, uh, 86 to 84, 42 seconds left. I don't mind you putting pressure, but that's the thing when you pressure in the backcourt. You don't want to necessarily mm-hmm. back off on defense, but kids reach. Yeah. I, I hope Annie's telling him, hey, don't reach, you know, because that that's what he did, and it's like, you cut it to, you know, now you're just sending this team to the line, and this kid's going to make two yeah. on you more than likely. And you're back to And you're right one. back to where you were. That's just not smart when you got a 30-second shot clock and it's 42.7 left. 
you know, you want a little bit of pressure. He actually does only make one. Mm. So, so now you obviously can take a two if, yeah. if you, if you want to do that. I mean, if it's wide open, you don't have to be dead set on a three, by the way. Uh, he wants a three, eight seconds left or eight seconds difference between the, uh, game and the shot yeah, they, so they wanted a, a brick on a time. three yeah and they're they're three hunting here and let's yeah, see if they do call yeah, a that. foul or was that i think penny penny hardaway was out on the floor asking yeah, he, for called, a timeout. he called the time interesting enough though that since st louis was up 84 to 70 with 350 left in this game and now they find themselves only clinging to a three-point lead as memphis now has the mm-hmm. basketball 19.1 seconds to go here that this is yeah, I don't think <laughs> so oftentimes you'll find that these games are just won by the team that doesn't lose them. Yeah. Which which makes sense. It's like, oh, yeah. what the hell does that even mean? If you don't make that, mistakes, you're oftentimes that, just gonna that win. That reminds me of something that uh Coach Knight used to always say, mm-hmm. dumb loses more than smart wins. Yes. And he's Especially and in he's and he's was right then in the mid nineteen eighties and he's right tonight in twenty twenty two. I mean you did you just you know, you you just can't you know make certain errors. You always have to know the time and score. All you got to do when there's a dead ball is look up at that scoreboard. Okay, how many fouls do we have? Mm-hmm. Do do we have a foul to give, or or do we have this? You know, do we have uh, any timeouts? You know, what's the what's the time? Do I need to foul here? You know, even though you're down a possession. So, you know, St. Louis is trying to give this game away to Memphis. Oh, they're really and trying. and it, will Memphis will is Memphis willing to take it? Timeout on the floor, nineteen seconds left to go. If you're St. Louis or if uh, if you're Memphis, I'm sorry, uh, you've been driving to the basket. They're not guarding you. Off, they're not guarding you that well off the dribble. No, take them off the bounce. See if you get a three point play the old fashioned way. I think they should have done that probably about ten or fifteen seconds ago. Yeah, no, to be to be honest with you, definitely. Where's the shot clock at right now? Uh, I believe, I believe it, I think it reset. Was it it turned off? I, yeah, I think it, I think it reset because, uh, there was a shot and then there was an offensive rebound, but St. Louis has absolutely struggled against this Memphis pressure. 17 seconds on the shot. Okay. Okay. So just a two second difference. So yeah, this, this needs to be a drive to the basket. Then you can kind of maybe set up a little bit of a press and then trap that first pass. If there's no turnover, then foul. Yeah. It looks like it goes, goes right to the basket, and he misses. That, oh, that's oh. going to be, did he not touch that? I uh, thought that was I'm Memphis's sure. ball. Well, well, now the great thing is that we'll go ahead and review this. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I don't see how St. Louis couldn't have touched that. I'd have to see a replay, but. Yeah. Nope. I mean, you know, right idea, drive to the basket. Yeah, but. Just missed it. Just missed the point blank bucket there. As we'll get a look at the Yeah, replay. right off the back of the rim. And oh, yeah, I think ah, that touched Memphis. Yeah. I, I think that's going to be St. Louis ball. St. Louis basketball there. Yeah, just, you know, got back into it. And and he, yeah, it was really, if, if I mean, look, they probably shouldn't have covered anyway, but if you're, Mem- you know, you had Memphis, he had a chance, I think, to cover that reach-in foul when they cut it, when they cut it yeah, that's a tough to one. two. That's a tough one. That that that's what that's what or that's what you didn't want when there was forty two yeah. seconds left. Yeah, I mean the game has flown over the total, but yes. the line being three. Now there's a chance for them to cover. Still, if you know, mm-hmm. if they, St. Louis goes and makes a couple of free throws, Memphis comes down, banks in a three, uh, a chance for them to come in through the back door. But uh, it's looking tough if you went ahead and backed. 
the Memphis Tigers here. Let's take another break here on VEASAN Live Bet tonight, but don't go away. A couple more segments left here this evening. This is VSIM Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIM, the sports betting network. Lace up your boots with Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook with the latest odds, lines, and boosts. Bet Rivers is your go to for any soccer related content. Check out Bet Rivers special World Cup promotions like our World Cup Futures Insurance Bet and World Cup Daily Bet and Gets. Bet Rivers Sportsbook is calling all soccer fans to head to betrivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app to get in on all the match day action. You should do this because it's a whole new game. That's why you should do it. Welcome back. This is VEASAN Live Bet Tonight. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds. We're hanging out at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. We are final in that game between Memphis and St. Louis. Billikens go ahead and win it 89-84. They cover the three-point spread. Game flies over the total of 144.5. And And we're also back underway in the Champions Classic. Second half between Duke and Kansas. Jayhawks up 33-31 here um, we did not come up with a second half bet in this game just because sometimes it doesn't it doesn't well, show. Well, I mean, I, I, I like the over, but the number just moved it a got little away, bit yeah. too much. Got away from us there. So uh that ended up closing seventy eight and a half and then Duke one and a half point favorites um in this game. So we're expecting another tightly contested matchup at the Champions Classic. The first game was terrific between Kentucky and Michigan State. Goes double overtime as Sparty Comes from behind to win that one, 86-77. Oscar Toshibwe made his season debut, the reigning national player of the year for the Blue or for the Big Blue Nation, I should say, for the Wildcats there. Uh, posted another double-double. But uh, right now we got a good one here between Kansas and Duke. Looking at the live numbers over at DraftKings. And uh, the Jayhawks, two-and-a-half, now down to one-and-a-half point favorites. Total, 136-and-a-half. So this continues the trend toward the under even though all that steam in the second half went towards the over, which made sense, and we agreed with it, but we yeah. just didn't get the number. Nice dish underneath by Filipowski, but uh, got got a foul there on Kansas. That was a, that was a nice pass, and mm-hmm. he's got a really good reputation as, as a very good passer uh, kid that played in the uh, New England prep circuit up there. So, uh, look, Duke, uh, you know, they've got the, uh, the three recruits on this team that were top five pretty much in every single recruiting service, and – scouting service out there Filipowski one of them Derek Lively the other and then of course the uh third one I believe uh uh third one uh yeah that's okay that's right yeah Filipowski mm-hmm. and uh also uh Mark Mitchell was a high four star and and uh, Derek Lively and also uh they've got another freshman big kid named Christian Reeves who uh has played sparingly he's kind of an off the bench guy really but you know Duke's going to be fine with, with with recruiting. I mean, you look at uh, the, the the high prospect is uh, lively. Uh, uh, Derek Whitehead, of course, has not played. He's the third one, the kid out of uh, Montverde Academy down there in Florida. Uh, he's still out with an injury here. So Jeremy Roach, the only really returning uh, contributor, and it's good, I guess, when your returning contributor is your point guard as uh, a bad turnover there by Duke leads to a run out by Kansas. Uh Number fifteen, the uh, senior transfer from Northwestern, Ryan Young, yeah, trying to do uh, trying to do a little bit too much off the bounce there and got it taken right away from him. So thirty seven, thirty two, KU, two minutes into the second half. 
this Filipowski kid is uh, pretty mobile. For yeah, he babies, is, man. and and I, I've seen I've seen him a little bit, uh, you know, on on the uh, on the circuit in terms of uh, the grassroots circuit, and then some of the games that have also been televised. So yeah, he he's an absolute mobile kid because sometimes people I think wonder about Duke because like in some of those recruiting rankings, it's like. Oh, you're committed to Duke, so you know. They, they so we give you up. so we give you the the Burger Boy status, the McDonald's All American status. They did it with uh, I think uh, uh, Marshall Plumley years ago, and you know <laughs> Mar- Marshall was a, was a decent kid, but he was the worst of the three brothers in terms of a player. I mean, not trying to throw any shade, but you know, it's true. It's you know, true. Miles obviously still very much in the NBA, and and yeah. Mason was a solid player. Marshall was was the worst of the three. But it's like, man, you commit to Duke and you're a big, tall dude, you get that burger boy status. Mm-hmm. A lot of politics involved in that, too. A lot of politics in the, the recruiting yeah, circuits. Yeah, certain certain schools, it's like, how can you get one of these people, you know, these McDonald's All-Americans? Yeah. Oh. Kansas, Kansas. It's been a block party, man. Jayhawks, but, but they traditionally, yeah. they always play good defense. Yeah. That's one thing that we know about the Jayhawks. Br- bring the potato salad. We got a block party. <laughs> <laughs> going on here uh, well, for I Kansas. They had, that. I think, like seven blocks in the first half, I believe. Uh, yeah. That's what they had. Yeah, well, the leading scorer for Kansas is Jalen Wilson, up to 12 points. He was a starter on last year's national title-winning team. And then for Duke, it is Jeremy Roach with 11 points here. Those are the two guys who are in double figures mm-hmm. right now. Uh, Wilson's points prop, which you could have gotten over at DraftKings, that was at 15.5 Roach. 13 and a half. So both guys kind of approaching those player props. Have you dabbled any into the player props in the college? Not, not really. And, and I haven't really done it for the NCAA tournament either, but that's, yeah. that's a market, you know, like I'm kind of doing with the NBA and I've had some success with it. A lot of the player prop markets, you know, maybe not having as many pre-flop NBA plays, even though I had one with the uh, first half of the Knicks at the jazz. And that ends up getting there, by the way, final score, Knicks 118, 111 mm-hmm. over Utah. So starting that uh, five game Western roadie outright. Go New York, go New York, go. Uh, Wilson, <laughs> Wilson goes ahead and uh, rattles that one out there. But uh, it's interesting that you mentioned the player props in the NCAA tournament, because I don't play much of them, but I dabble a little bit into the uh, most outstanding player uh, racket. Yeah. There. And, yeah. And, and that was a, uh, a little disappointed. So I actually bet Jalen Wilson. I think I got him at like fifty to one, and that semifinal game, he had so many looks as a nice little. And there's and there's there. the lead for the Blue yeah. Devils, first Crucial. time since six wow. five. And uh, look, they're they're kind of picking on Grady Dick here and and driving right at yeah. him every time, and they've been able to score as uh, Kansas will go ahead and retake the lead. So uh, now now we've got now we've got some moving here yeah. in terms wow, this, of the, of the, the scoring. Scoring is returned. Well, well, uh, halftime was what? Was it 33-29? 33-29. Okay, so uh, you know, 8-6 in the first uh, 4-minute quadrant here before the uh, next television timeout. So, you know, Duke getting something going. There they go. Isolating Grady Dick on a ball screen and 3 Jesus. right in the eye hole. So, Duke 41 to uh, 39. That that you know, nice adjustment though. I I got to give credit yeah. to uh, Shire and the staff. Nine two run in the last two and a half. They identified the mark, and that's Grady Dick mm-hmm. for for this Kansas defense. There, as Wilson goes ahead and lays it up. But who's going to stop him at the rim? No, nobody. Now, now the points are coming. See, I wish he'd made that damn layup in the national semifinal mm-hmm. against Villanova. Maybe my fifty to one ticket would have been live there right. in the MOP market, which for some reason went to Ochai Abaji, even though David McCormick was the best player in that final four. But the scoring has arrived here. Um, as Duke now leads at forty-three to forty-one, I'm 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 a little ticked off that we missed yeah. that number. 
Yeah, yeah, that. for um, uh, yeah, we just just missed it here. A next dead ball, by the way, going to be a timeout, and uh, oh, they're going, they're going. Look, they're going to Jalen Wilson. I mean, they're saying, hey, you got to keep us in the game here because I think Duke has a nice run as uh, Jer- Jeremy Roach, uh, no foul called, but a little he keeps sloppy. The, yeah, he uh, calls the timeout though, so uh, there'll be a, a timeout after the next dead ball to. Uh, the guy that's been kind of a revelation for Duke here in, in the second half is uh, is Tyrese uh, Proctor, the Aussie kid, mm-hmm. who's got seven points here in the second half. So uh, uh, there's uh, Derek Lively on the uh, follow-up dunk. Of course, he had only played one of the first two games. So he's still a little bit on a pitch count, but he was the uh, top-rated recruit in this class. So seven new players for the Duke Blue Devils, pretty much I think the only guy back for this team really was Jeremy it's Roach. Roach. Yeah, it's just Roach. Yeah, I, I think there was one guy off the bench that wasn't like a major contributor. But yeah. when you look at, you know, that's just the way of college basketball now. When you look at who these guys lost, not only Paulo Boncaro, Trevor Keels, Wendell Moore, A.J. Griffin, Mark Williams. They had four guys in the first round. Theo mm-hmm. John, who was the senior transfer out of Marquette. Joey Baker transfers out of the program. So you bring in, you know, seven new freshmen – and then three new transfers essentially have Duke uh, headlined by the uh, kid from uh, Northwestern. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Ryan. Young. Ryan Young. Yeah, and also uh, Jacob Grandison comes in as a transfer. He comes in from Illinois. So it's the way of the world now. You know, you 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 wouldn't think that like the Dukes and the Kentuckys would really have to work the transfer portal. They have because to. they can get so many five star kids, but. You absolutely have to. It's like if they're working it, you got to be working it. Yeah, and it's if you want to compete at a national title level, you can't go with all freshmen. Mm-hmm. Like, and unless you get one of those like mega star, like an Anthony Davis, like how Kentucky had back in the day. But even that team was sprinkled in with some veterans, with Terrence Jones and all those kind of guys. But like mm-hmm. you got to make sure that you get one of those dynamic freshmen if you want to have a freshman-laden team that wins the. Femi, I needed something to make me laugh tonight, and I did mm-hmm. get it. Uh, 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 Shaq on Inside the NBA has a new nickname for Demonis Sabonis. What is it? Said Ernie, what you have here is Lithuanian lasagna. <laughs> that uh, you know, Shaq with the big Aristotle and you know all the different nicknames. Shaq likes to nickname guys, and he called him a uh, Lithuanian lasagna. Let me tell you something, Ernie. <laughs> is it Lithuanian lasagna? <laughs> Lithuanian lasagna. <laughs> But lasagna for everybody, if that was the promotion in Sacramento, they're already over 100 yeah. points, 103 to 68 over the Brooklyn Nets. Lasagna must be tasting pretty good out there in Sactown right now uh, as the Kings are just making light work of the Brooklyn Nets. But we got a good game in Indianapolis there. What are they showing? St. Elmo's? Where is that? Yep, that, that's that, yes. little, that little, little cocktail. You get that cocktail sauce. Uh-huh. That'll burn your ass, buddy. Wes will <laughs> tell us stories about that when we come back. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is VSIM Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network. Make game day more chill with some extra cash. Play free during the college football season with the Coors Light College Football Pick'em. Join 15 free-to-play pools for your shot at $5,000 in weekly prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Coors Light Pick'em now to join the action. Coors Light, perfect shot of refreshment. 21 plus only. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for the details. And always drink responsibly. Welcome back. This is VEASAN Live Bet Tonight. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds here at the Circa Resort and Casino. Coming up at the top of the hour, the Greg Peterson Experience with our buddy Greg Peterson as he will take you the rest of the way with this Duke-Kansas game, which I'm sure Greg was not planning to have uh, on his show. But thanks to the double OT game between Kentucky and Michigan State, there's only 14 minutes left to go here in the ballgame as Derek Duke has Lively opened up a just, six point lead. Yeah, Derek Lively, uh, I think about sending that into the sixth row there at mm-hmm. Game Ridge Fieldhouse in Indianapolis. Uh, first block of the game, Kansas, of course, had seven in the first half. You would think that'd be the reverse because Duke, obviously, the much bigger team. Yeah, no, it's. Uh, it's been the block party of Duke right now trying to catch up here with the yes. live number in this game being Duke laying six and a half. With the total at one forty one and a half, so it's the total's gone up a lot since the mm-hmm. since the, the half size break. is starting to overwhelm the speed now. Is the speed yeah. in the first half, and you know Duke being I think a, the younger team, but Kansas has a lot of new players on this roster, of course, from uh, last year's uh, national title team, and it also helps that you're shooting seventy percent in the second half when you started mm-hmm. the first half at six for twenty. So. Uh, you know, Duke all of a sudden uh, getting some shots to go as uh, Lee Roach uh, goes ahead and turns that over. Yeah, they might call that one another block there. Uh, but Jalen Wilson, nice take. Goes right at the freshman. Yeah, very good take. Use the hoop as a little bit of a protection right there. But uh, the Blue Devils up 49-43 to 43 in that game in Indianapolis. <laughs> you said before the break there uh, there that the the cocktail sauce. The St. Elmo's. So that, is, is St. Elmo's, is it, is it, does it live up to the hype? Because I've heard a lot it, of people it, talk it about it. It is good, but I mean, it's kind of like, you know, that's where like all the, because it's it wasn't too far from the stadium necessarily. So, it's uh, the combine hangout. Right there, yeah, right there on Illinois Street. And yeah, all, all the sports media 
Like whoever's doing the game, that's where they always go. I don't care whether it's Nance or whether it's, you know, Al Michaels, but don't have any garnish on that steak though. Cause Al <laughs> Michaels will send it back right where it came from. Uh, that's, and that's actually a true story, but uh, you know, yeah, everybody goes to St. Elmo's. Obviously, uh, the shrimp cocktail is world famous. They actually do during the Big Ten Championship, which is usually has been held every year at Lucas Oil Stadium. Mm-hmm. They do a shrimp cocktail eating contest. I actually went to it one time. And I'll give you three guesses, and the first two don't count at who won that eating contest. And it's all Big Ten media? No, no, no. It's it's just at Big Ten Championship. Oh, it's part. Of, it's an event. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Guess who won that contest? Uh, who went ahead and took that that trophy? It was home? Uh, uh, the go Joey Chestnut. Oh, I forget how many pounds go. of shrimp, but man, you got that cocktail sauce all over oh, you. Oh my god. Yeah, like, uh, and I'd never been to a uh, competitive eating contest before. You know, I yeah. just have watched it on television for the hot dog contest that. Coney Island and New York on 4th of July weekend or 4th of July day, I should say. But uh, yeah, yeah, that shrimp cocktail, man. It's like, whoa, buddy, man. And then eating that sauce with that horseradish in it, man, it's spicy. I love me some spice, so I've never tried it. It is spicy. So you probably you you probably, probably be like okay it. with it. Yeah, I probably like it. You probably but... be okay, but some people, man, it, it burns the keister. I, <laughs> I don't think I'd want to be in a, a shrimp cocktail eating contest. No. Uh, everything in moderation. I would, I, I would, I would not either. Is a seven foot kid. Wow. Oh, are they going to, are they going to call, uh, are they not going to count the basket? I don't think they are. They're going to say it was on the ground for some reason. I thought that was, I I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know this kid had that in him. Yeah, man. He's like, we said he's mobile. He's, he's a big kid, but he's got some skill there. Filipowski is Duke right now. Leads at 51. I'm not going to compare the two, obviously. Uh uh, What are you about to say? Well, I remember being stunned last year. And I had watched him in a couple high school games when uh, when Matt Humans and I went to the Gonzaga UCLA game at T-Mobile Arena, and I'm seeing Chet Holmgren put dudes on the deck. That was in the open floor. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean these these big kids, especially if they have ghosts first, because the one guy that used to be able to do that was Anthony Davis. Because remember when he was like a six-two guard at Whitney Young High School in mm-hmm. Chicago? Now all of a sudden he has that eight-inch growth spurt. He's like he's six ten, six eleven guy. It's got guard ball skills. Like it's not fair. It's it's these kids now, man. This is like they're all the from like the Kevin Durant generation of all right, big guys. You don't have to just post up on the yeah. block. You can actually or or or, ju- or just be a stretch four. Yeah, it's it's really. I mean, we're about to yeah. see the Luzerama for Wembenyama. He's yeah. the biggest case of all this thing. Like this kid is out of. A I mean, video I mean game. that's a, that's out of this world it's, talent. It's, though. it's out I, of a video game. It, it, just to see what what these kids can do now. Uh, yeah, these. Uh, these freshman bigs at Duke, I, uh, the kids are going to be all right. I, I think uh, don't 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 write Duke's obituary. Oh, Coach Gay's not there. John Shire has been pretty much running the day to day operation for the last couple years down there in Durham, and as long as they get dudes, they'll be all right. They're going to be fine. They'll be all right. Nobody's uh, feeling sorry for them. Much too, I know everybody's uh, chagrin, but yeah, all the K's gone. What can you hate now? Yeah. Um, I know hope, hope they got to try to man. Yeah, I, I actually saw on the Twitter machine somebody I forget who tweeted it, but uh, was like, "Man, I'm trying to hate the, you know, trying to have this Ducate, and I just it's tough to manufacture now." I'm telling you, here's a hot take. I really haven't despised Duke over the last decade. Yeah. <laughs> like, like hey, I, I honestly, when I was younger, I liked them because of course. I hated them. Well, <laughs> I, 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 I liked them simply because the Coach Knight mentorship with Coach yeah. K. And then 
Duke kind of got big and, and, you know, Coach Knight and Coach Gay had a falling out. And yeah. so it's like, well, I'm an IU guy. I got to stick by my guy. So I got to hate this, you know what? And, you know, that's basically what it was. And then I, ever since, like, the Zion team, I, I thought that team was actually pretty likable. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Zion, like, they all seemed like they were friends. And, yeah. all, and like, I, like, I like watching Zion play basketball. And even last year's team, and that last year I was a little biased because I covered Paulo Bancaro when he was in high school. Mm-hmm. So I was rooting for Paulo to do well. So I found myself rooting for that Duke team to, to win as many games as possible because I wanted to see our Seattle guy put uh, the town on the map. But – They've been putting. They've been churning out some likable teams. I, I, this is yeah. in the '90s. Yeah. I, I, I can't muster up so, the hate that I so, used to have. So you were you weren't down with the Hurley and the Leitner. And uh, no, 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 no. Those like Battier and yeah. that whole. No, didn't like those dudes. Uh, even like the Redick and yeah. like, hell no. <laughs> yeah, like the, I, I, like well, I, I remember <laughs> being in the uh, RCA Dome in uh, 1991. It was then the Hoosier Dome in Indianapolis mm-hmm. when. Uh, when uh, Duke uh, beat UNLV, be quiet with the folks that we got out here. <laughs> yeah, and I was kind—I was kind of actually rooting for UNLV to do it, but but you know, there was just—I mean, UNLV was clearly back then they were painted as the villain for a variety yes. of reasons yes. that we don't need to discuss. But <laughs> yeah, they were the villain, and then now all of a sudden it's interesting to see Duke has been the villain all these yeah. years. So, have you been rooting against these teams that have flirted with going unbeaten because? Indiana's the last yeah, school to go ahead and do yes, it. Yes and no. I mean, I kind of have a little fun with it, you know. Until, like, like Gonzaga two yeah, years ago against Baylor. Yeah. I kind of have a little fun with it and tell my Mercury Morris jokes with Pop the <laughs> Champagne, Quinn Buckner, and Scott May, and, and all these guys. But, you know, if the record gets broken, it gets broken. I mean, I don't think that ever takes anything away. And, you know, Indiana wasn't like they were the only team to do it. There was UCLA teams oh, yeah. that obviously did it in the 1960s. But Indiana's the last team to last do it. Team so to they do always it. get referenced. And, and Kentucky, actually, uh, I was at the Final Four. Remember when that team was, uh, was I think, 37-0? 38-0. 38-0, and they got beat by Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. And, and then it was uh, Wisconsin and Arizona in the uh, national championship game. But has it dawned on you, though, that the last three legitimate chances for an undefeated season, they've gone to end in the Final Four in yeah. Indianapolis? Yeah, absolutely. Because uh, remember, the, there was the one year where St. Joe got beat at the buzzer in the Elite Eight yeah. when they had Jameer Nelson and Delonte West at the backcourt. So, but every time it reaches the Final Four, though, it happens to be. I keep, I keep thinking – that it's going to happen at some point. It's going to happen in the Hoosier State. No, probably not. <laughs> I mean, we put the juju on there's you. Some, and then, there's some weird juju going on, man. There is, but Duke has had a lot of success in the Hoosier State, including beating the hometown team. I was at that championship game where I still think Gordon Hayward's half-court Eve is going to go in every time, yeah. but yet it never does. Yeah. I mean, that was because that was the hometown team. That was the city team, Butler. And all the fan bases in the state and really around the country because they wanted to root against Duke. And plus, Butler is such mm-hmm. a cool story. It was a really cool story. Yeah. Yeah. Shelvin Mack, Gordon Hayward, that's, mm-hmm. that, that crew out there. Brad Stevens, who now is the what, general manager or president of basketball yes. operations. The head Boston honcho. Celtics. Head honcho for the Boston Celtics. Uh, they're off to a pretty good start this season as well. But right now, Duke leads at 53 51 here with under 10 minutes to go. Man, Jalen Wilson gets whatever he wants. Yeah. Guard him. Make somebody else beat you. I believe he's just gone over his player prop as well. That was sitting at 15 and a half, and Wilson right now at 18 points, plus 10 rebounds and five assists. Jalen Wilson putting together a pretty good uh, performance here today, maybe a potential All-American when the dust settles on this season. 
But that does it for us. An interesting night of college basketball with the Champions Classic being what it was out there in Indianapolis. For Wes Reynolds, I'm Femi Bebefe. For our producer, Aaron Oster, and the entire crew behind the glass here at Circle, we wish you all the best of luck. Coming up next, the Greg Peterson Experience on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.